Bienvenidos to the Letters of the Ailu. That translates to Letters of the Family in Getra, where three siblings talk supernatural stories with a Latinx twist. I'm Melody, and my siblings are... Hi, guys. I'm Grace. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Beto. Okay, so today's topic is El Cariciri. Did I say Ooh. that right, guys? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's not convincing. <laughs> <laughs> You said it. I'm pretty sure you said it, right? It's perfect. Perfectly pronounced. Okay. I like validation. Thank you. Guys. You, just, <laughs> okay. you just need to say it with more confidence. You, I, didn't okay, believe, okay, okay. I didn't believe you. Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. The topic today is <laughs> El Cariciri. Wow. wow. Incredible. <laughs> I need you guys to come with me. Are you really, I speak Spanish. Are you like from Peru or something? That was perfect. Like almost. Was that <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's like one of my fears is like, we didn't, we more or less kind of didn't grow up around a lot of Peruvians. So that whenever I'm around a lot of Peruvians, I feel like, oh my God, they're going to hear me talk Spanish and they're just going to immediately know I'm an imposter. And I could probably tell them like, no, my, both my parents are Peruvian and like, they're not going to believe me. No, nope. like a big fear of mine. They, I feel I'll just like, start dancing. I feel, yeah, <laughs> that'd be perfect. I prove I'm Peruvian. I feel like they look at me how I look at like Impossible Burgers, like they're like <laughs> almost. <laughs> but I swear we're Peruvian. Grace, do you have any Peruvian fears? Imposter Peruvian fears? No, I mean just that when I speak Spanish, I don't sound Peruvian. Like I try to sound as Peruvian as possible, but it just doesn't come out. I still have an accent, you know. <laughs> I just think it's so funny how like the Peruvians like hear some no like Latin Americans or Latinx people here will be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you sound so South American," because like we don't have a Mexican accent or a Honduran or Guatemalan. We don't really have any other type of accent. Mm-mm. But then when yeah. we go to Peru, they're like, mm-hmm. "You you sound so like." american yeah and i was like oh man crazy how accents work yeah yeah when we go to like a peruvian concert if they doubt we're peruvian grace and i are just gonna like start dancing festejo in a choreography and bet though you can like play the flute or something i'm just gonna take out my, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm gonna take out my cajon yes. i'm just gonna like put a cajon in my car uh-huh. <laughs> we'll say vistes somos peruanos what is it? Inga. We have this so choreographed. <laughs> that was spontaneous. <laughs> yeah, see, like we have this ready. I don't know the next time we'll be around a lot of Peruvians because of the pandemic, but we need to plan this out. I would like we to go do. to like the Independence Day next July. Oh, it would Whoa. be lovely. Yeah, like it's just good food, music, you know, like everything, like little like knickknacks and souvenirs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's a it's it's nice. Eat no all vibes. day. Just yeah. vibes. Just vibes. <laughs> vibes. Exactly. I would be down okay, for that. Let's bring it back. Let's bring, bring it back. back. Let's bring it back. If, if we go to the Independence Day, we should all go together. Listeners. Yeah, we, we should go and all three of you, mom and dad. And our partners, let's go. Uh, I don't know how successful that would be, but okay. You know, maybe we <laughs> could just say us. And if anybody from our podcast that listens to us can meet us there or something. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. Joining our mother and father together would be a good idea. Yeah. Oh, maybe we can yeah. X them out. That part. <laughs> well, that's going in another direction. Yeah. Not Let's like, bring it back. Me back bring into it back. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Our topic today is in Gadi City. Oh, nice. You're okay, getting better. El City. Okay. So with the El Cari City, I've never heard of it. It seems like every episode I've never heard of it. It was actually Grace who brought it up. Yeah. So Grace, where did, how did you hear about this entity spirit? Actually, it was dad who told me about it because dad is really, really into our podcast. Yeah. He's like really into what we're doing. You know, he's always asking about it. And uh, I didn't know like, this. Yeah. Go he's ahead. like, have you guys heard of the Cari City? And I'm like, who? He's like, yeah. El Chupador de Grasa. And I'm like, what? And I was like, are you joking? Are you trying to like, <laughs> are you trying to like be funny and you're not? Because he's like really into be like, you know, his self-image right now. Um, he really is. He's yeah, going he really... like second puberty. <laughs> I think so, a second life crisis. <laughs> but anyway, already. Yeah, he did. Out looking for the Karisari. Care to explain, so, uh, Grace? so he uh, he told me about this. And I was like, okay, well, I'll look into it. And then I did. And then I remembered the supernatural episode with Dean. I love Dean. Um, mm-hmm. That they were, they hunted the Karisari and it was like a spa. It was like disguised as it was a spa and it was really the Karisari sucking the fat out of all of their patients. I don't know oh. if you guys saw. I know Beto did because Beto is super. I'm a supernatural fan. I almost got the pentagram tattooed on me. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I didn't, that, I didn't do that, but I just thought it was cool. Was the episode in Peru or did the El, the El Carisari go to LA because of all the plastic surgery? No, I think it was in like Minnesota or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because the Carisari is supposed to be all over the world now. Oh, really? They're Mr. Worldwide. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's funny. So I'm going to translate it Carisari because the word actually is from Quechua, the like dialect of Quechua. So as Grace said, it actually means fat sucker. And when I was Googling El Carisari, it all came up in Spanish. And I was like, oh, great. Google Translate helped me. So then all of a sudden, different words for El Carisari showed up. So I guess it goes by different names. And another really popular word they use to describe him or to define El Carisari is the pistaco. And I guess that's also a Quechua word, which means behead, cut the throat, or cut into slices. Awesome. So I guess besides that suck, they slice the suck or behead you. Yeah, Crazy, right? Cool. That I feel like uh, there was like some other names too, and depending what part. So like in central Peru, it was called pistacu, mm-hmm. and then from the Quechua pistai. And then that meant mm-hmm. cut into pieces to slaughter. I was like, whoa, whoa. And then in Southern Peru and the Quechua speaking parts of Bolivia, they called him Nakak from the Quechua to butcher. I'm like, it's starting to get more aggressive. And then definitely not vegan. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then there's the Garisiri from the Amaya, Amaira. I guess like it's a different like um, accent mark. I'm not exactly 100% sure how to pronounce that one, but I guess it means to cut with knife or razor. And in Bolivia, there's this other one called Likishiri, 
which just meant fat remover. I heard in LA they're called a plastic surgeon. <laughs> oh wow! Wow, I, I don't think I've that heard was my first attempt to a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna break down how supposedly what a el carisari looks like, which Ooh. I thought was really interesting because I've never heard. Usually, like with entities and stuff, they're usually it's always a woman. It's always a woman. These entities, mm, or like it's like, or a shadow. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, El Cari City apparently is a white man, usually blonde, is giant and supposedly only comes out at night, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And I guess like the like the local communities in Peru and Bolivia are so traumatized that in some communities, they don't allow like white people with blonde hair to enter their areas. Damn. Yeah. I know. I was like, this is insane. Yeah, and you think about the underlying tone beneath that, right? Like we were discussing, like, what is that really like going towards the debunking part of it? But we'll get to that when we do towards the end. I thought so, too. So I can't wait for us to further discuss that. Okay, so continue on with all these other situations that El Carisari brings. Um, Yes, so. He looks for primarily solo travelers and he dismembers mm-hmm. them for their fat. Um, and apparently these fat stealers sell them to make beauty products, medicine, or lubricate machinery. Uh, some believe that the fat is made into holy oil that Catholics, Catholic baptisms use for their candles in the church and mm-hmm. precept church bells, which I thought was pretty down. wild. Um, and then the earliest accounts of this story was in 1574 from a priest, Cristobal de Molina. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. then he believed that it was a Spanish killer for like the indigenous, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, for, because I guess the indigenous Andes people had like the fat to cure certain diseases. I, I don't, I don't know how that makes sense. That does yeah. have the fat to cure diseases. Yeah. Um, what so because fat of cures this... diseases? None that I know of. I I'm trying know. to think like what? Okay, while you talk, I'm going to Google. Does fat kill? I mean, cure diseases? Go and ahead. I guess there are fact accounts of Spanish using native fat to treat wounds after battles. Um, really? European traditional medicines ascribed healing powers to human fat until the 19th century so you can imagine from like pretty much the 1500s late 1500s to the 1800s like this was all fact this was word you know oh so it was thought it wasn't we don't know okay it was assumed yeah like they assumed that it had the fat had healing qualities so they were using fat as like a like a way to heal people but human fat or just fat in general could it be an animal fat like a pig fat, a cow um, fat. I'm not sure about that. I just know it says fat. It says fat. Okay. Um. Oh, also, I skipped it over, but the way the Karisiri kills you is that it supposedly uh, puts you into a deep sleep with its prayers or powdered human bones, and then as you fall asleep, it extracts mm-hmm. the hard fat around your organs, which is like the tallow fat, uh, okay. with your with its knife or special mach- machine. And then you wake up, you feel like kind of tired and weak, and then you die within a few days. Hmm. Yeah. 
and then uh, out of you. It, yeah, I mean, at least you look good for your funeral. Uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Trying, trying to just be positive. I like Googled it and it just says human fat is great for making soap. That's and I guess that to like supposedly help with scarring. That's pretty weird. Is it, is that... I haven't heard anything about healing. Yeah. The original Neosporin? Maybe. It's pronounced Neosporin. Well, I've heard of people using fat for soap, but but like whale fat is used in lipstick or was used certain lipsticks, you know? Yeah, I heard about that. So that was the whole rampant thing in, in Peru and Bolivia. And it slowly started to make a comeback. Not exactly like a comeback, but I guess coming to relevance in 1987, a rumor swept through Peru's Ayacucho region. Um, the president dis- allegedly dispatched 5,000 pistacos, which is obviously another name for the Gariciri, uh, to the region to pay off Peru's foreign debt with human fat. And Ooh. then in 2009, the director of Peru's criminal investigations unit, General Eusebio Felix Murga, claimed that Pistaco gang, that a Pistaco gang had murdered at least 60 victims in Huanuco. According to Murga, the, the gang sold the fat at $15,000 per liter through intermediaries <gasps> to Europe, co- European cosmetic companies. The claim was quickly debunked, for one thing. The authorities in Wanuko knew nothing about a supposed rash of murders, but that a prominent government official would even float such a claim speaks to the currency of the belief, at least in some regions. That's so interesting. So it was debunked. It didn't, this did not occur. There wasn't a, it, there wasn't a spree of disappearing people or women or anything like that? Nope. Not that no. That the yeah, that was a 2009 one. It didn't say anything about the 1987 one though. Hmm. So I don't know. Because if that would be true, you would think about why go to the Sierra or El Campo to target those people. Why not target people in the city if they're just looking for people fat for people's fat, right? Mm-hmm. Like why yeah. target the the pop people that live in poverty, the people that live in the in the country. <clears throat> So it just shows, you know, the levels of the economy, like who's going to get targeted first if they were to need something. Mm-hmm. So sad, but true. Yeah, but uh, I just feel like this was just uh, all kinds of messed up for a ton of reasons, you know, like, I don't know. It was pretty sad. It was pretty sad reading it. No, what was I this again? what year the the one that got debunked about mm-hmm. supposedly the president let me let me make sure i read it right um in 2009 the president dispatched 5000 pistacos to the region that one got debunked um oh no 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 i'm sorry not that one in 2009 the director of videos and criminal investigation claimed that the pistaco gang murdered at least 60 victims um that one got debunked uh okay okay yeah. So I don't know about the rumor. That might have just been a rumor to like. I'm sure if we look up in the news, something that was happening around that time frame, um, they probably just caused a stir for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, so I doubt that was like, I doubt the president had 5,000 5, cities just on mm-hmm. deck. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all right, time to go. Like, attack this region of Peru. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, you know? Yeah. Did they say if El Cari City was something like the natives created? Like, was it part of like a god that they like worshipped, or was it like something Europeans brought, like the colonizers brought? From what I understand, it was just a story that this priest made in 1574. And the reason they, okay. and it, it was, like, it started in the Andean parts of like Peru and Southern Bolivia, um, mm-hmm. just because these, this story didn't hit Europe until I think the 1700s. So they know that the earliest accounts were from this area. Okay. Mm-hmm. And obviously like. I mean, I, I guess it kind of makes sense because, um, you know, religion. I don't know if do you guys want to get into the debunking yet. Mm, hold on. Let me let me just explain real quickly the cure if you've been attacked by a kahisari. So if I wake up <laughs> with my mommy makeover, <laughs> what okay. do I do? OK, so symptoms on how to know. If you've been attacked by Kahisari. Am I saying that? Kahisari? I am, right? Kahisari. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Kahisari. <clears throat> you, you wake up with a headache. Okay. You're okay. constantly sweating. You okay, have okay. a cold body. So you get cold body. You touch yourself and you have a relatively cold body. Full body you chills. Okay. Cold body. You start vomiting. You're not hungry. And you have trouble moving your feet. And if and you could be diagnosed by the doctor that you either have tuberculosis or water in your lungs. Mind you, that's what that's what the Google said. So <laughs> I Google. will with my sources. That is so vague. But yes, it tell is me more. Vague. Yeah. So the way to cure this illness is by seeking a curandero, which is a healer. Okay. And I they say, and they that say, okay. mm-hmm. and they say that do not go to Western medicine. Because yeah. they will not be able to cure this ailment. The reason they won't be able to cure this ailment is because they're going to basically pull out blood. And already you're already missing blood because a kaisari, kaisiri doesn't only take fat. It also takes blood to weaken you. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Western medicine, they're going to draw your blood to see what's going on. Then they're going to mm-hmm. keep poking at you, which makes you weaker. And at the end, you're going to die. So that's their logic behind not going to western medicine and you have to go to curandero and when you go to a curandero he's going Mm -hmm. to i guess read your coca leaves and then Mm -hmm. based on that reading he's going to make you drink three cups of sheep's blood and ingest the fat of that sheep like a little bit definitely not vegan (laughs) and with that that is supposed to cure you when you've been attacked by hakai city so it's really interesting how the remedy to this illness comes about, you know, like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. And people genuinely believe this because I saw reports um, on YouTube about in 2014 about a little girl that died. Okay. And okay, so she died. And they took her to the hospital and the hospital diagnosed that she was anemic and from anemia, she had died. Now, don't ask me the medicine behind this because 
I don't know about anemia. I don't know. If, I'm assuming you can die if you have anemia for a certain amount of time. I don't know exactly how sick, if she had any underlying underlying diseases, they didn't disclose that in the report. But mm-hmm. the story behind it is that this little girl one day was taken, was seen walking with a stranger, with a, mm-hmm. with a man. Like and they him? went, I, it was just a man. They didn't say if he was a white man or if he was a local. They said it was a stranger that they hadn't seen before. When the little girl came back, she was sick. And she kept complaining that she had pain in her stomach. Pain, pain, pain. And she was like squirming. They ended up taking her to the doctor. And at the doctor, they found like marks in her belly. Like little marks. Okay. And they said that if they would have taken her to the curandero, it, they would have said it was a kaisari, kaisiri. But the thing is that when the reporter went to talk to the doctor so they can give mm-hmm. him a full report on the little girl, the doctors refused to speak to the reporter. And they only spoke to the father. And the father said that, yeah, it was a kaisiri because he went to a curandero and the curandero basically read his coca leaves to him and said like, yeah, your daughter's been attacked by kaisiri. But if you put logic behind it, what if this little girl was stolen by someone and he did something to yeah. her? You know, there's so many things that could have happened to this little girl and that why did she come back with marks on her belly? Like, did, did, did they like inject her with something? Did they take out one of her organs? Did they, what did they do to her? You know, like, I don't know. I mean, sometimes these, these stories are told to disguise a truth that they don't want to admit. And I'm not trying to discredit this experience, but right. sometimes sometimes that happens. Mm. And even going back further, going towards what Beto was discussing about debunking this, it's like the Spanish yeah. conquista, right? Like they say that the Kahisari, Kahisiri sometimes is dressed as a priest. Why did they dress him as a priest? Why mm. is it thought like that? Why do they not allow blonde men, blonde people to come in? Why does he disguise as a blonde individual? Like it's they brought just, disease. Because they brought disease to their town yeah. that did not have disease. So and Jesus. They, mm-hmm. <laughs> the faith, Catholics, um, <laughs> Christianity. But um, so yeah, I think it to me it was a story that was created in order to keep people inside their homes at night. Because if you go to Puno, uh, <clears throat> they will tell you to stay home after dark because that's when the Kahisiri comes out and they have more access to you. So yeah. I honestly think it was something created to keep people away from harm. And yeah. they created this, this myth. It makes sense. When I was reading about the Karisari, how I told you guys earlier, and made me think of the previous topic, how that it was created to keep people safe, to keep people from like getting out of line. And like how you mentioned that the colonizers brought disease and religion and they tried that and it didn't work out. A lot of people died from diseases that religious people brought. So I guess to avoid that, they created El Carisari. El Carisari. One day we'll get that right, guys. Maybe we should do like an Instagram post about like how to pronounce this el gari city i know you get confused huh yeah we should do that okay el gari city you know i googled about 
being anemic. So I guess it can be <laughs> fatal if you're anemic, but it's like very, very rare. It says 1.7 deaths per a hundred thousand. So it's like super rare. So it's a possibility how you made that connection with a little girl being anemic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt, I don't know. There's other, and there's other stories Like there's another story of a lady that says that she also encountered the Kai city with it being a baby. Like she found a, a baby, baby? Mm-hmm. and the baby was just crying and crying and crying. And as she got closer to the sound, then there was no baby. And then the next day she woke up with all these ailments that I described earlier. And then she went to a curandero and they told her that she had seen the Kaisiri and that she just didn't recall the encounter because the Kaisiri made her put her to bed, put her to sleep. No, maybe maybe this is like just some giant ploy by like the big curandero companies, you know, like this, (laughs) all a hoax that they made up big business for them. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they just wanted to get interviewed. Because this noticiero was from Lima, was from a big from the city, and maybe they just wanted to be interviewed because they went on the way to yeah. Puno. Yeah, the reporter. So maybe they just made something up to be on TV. I don't know. I don't want to yeah. say something that may be wrong, but like lastly, there was a gentleman that was interviewed too, and he said that he saw the Kahisiri face to face. What did he say he looked like, or she looked like? He what said looked like he said it was a man, and it looked like a regular like a regular human, like one of them. Like he didn't have any anything particular about him. And he and supposedly he saw the Kaisiri cutting into a woman that was asleep. Damn. And I'm like, oh. But he didn't get a picture. This was in 2014. So, I mean, there were cell phones. But then again, I don't know if they have the ability, the cell phones there, if they have reception. I would think yeah. they do. But I don't know. I don't, I've never been to Puno. So I don't know. It's creepy that El Cariciri comes, supposedly looks like a priest, but looks like a person. Like it looks just like us. That's what's creepy. Yeah. And that's what they say. They're everywhere now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was the the point of this lore though. You know, like you want to make it seem like the only distinctive, distinctive like features are like the European ones, you know? Mm -hmm. So pretty much like at the end of the story, like the theme of the story is don't trust European people, you know, during that time period. Yeah, because like most European people were Christian, I guess at that time, or uh, Catholic, right? The Spaniards, yeah. So they were going through a rough time, you know. So it makes sense. So guys, do you guys believe in the Kaisiri? And unfortunately, no. I I really we need to do a scarier topic, a more mythical one. (laughs) I want to believe. I do too. I thought I would believe in this. It's just like. I really want to, like, I would love to go to Puno and speak to these people. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, let me go find him. Let me see if he can hook me up. Like, I got, yeah, like, like go with the camera at night and do what they told us not to do. Like, go and, like, be looking for the Kai City. Yeah. You know, I'm anemic. And- I'm not with this. I'm not <laughs> with this. I need some beans, some spinach before we go. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you don't believe in it. Beto says yeah. no. No. Melody, what do you say? I think if I would have grown up with it, like if mommy Lourdes or mom talked about it, I think I would have grown up and believe it now. But I think because it's something new and I've never heard of it and just the logic that like this thing sucks people's fat and leaves them to die and just cuts them up. And then like, I just don't see the reasoning with it. But there's yeah. no reasoning with ghosts either. But I guess because like we grew up with ghosts and stuff. 
I believe it, but with like El Cariciri, it's like, it's just so out of nowhere. I, that's why I think it's, it's taking a while for it to sit with me, mm-hmm. but I would say no, but again, like we're for later on, we're going to talk about things we grew up that are really logical, but like, I believe it. Like we mentioned it, <laughs> like we mentioned it in our like introduction that like we, we, there's like superstitions about sloths, dolphins, mermaids, little like elves that take children who aren't baptized, like little things like that. And like, I do believe those things to some degree, but that's because I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's just This one, I just feel like it's so like logical, like even the word like uh, translated, they mean like to butcher or to slaughter, you know, like what yeah, happened yeah. They, they were in a war basically with the spanish and if you lost you were going to get butchered you know like mm-hmm. you you have yeah. no idea what happened to your body so i mean right. i just feel like it's i don't know this one's too on the nose for me i agree i'm on the same page as you guys i do not i do not think that this is real i think that it was created in order to instill fear in the community it just keep them away from the Spaniards, which they needed to resource to something because they were being killed. They were being murdered, yeah. massacred with disease. So I think that's why it was created and it was smart at the time. And it's just been revamped, revamped through the generations. And that's why Kahisari, Kahisiri now takes form of anything because it could be a dog, it could be a cat, it could be a baby, it could be another just human. So I feel like um, that's why this, this legend kind of stuck around though. Cause it, cause it could be anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that instills that fear where you're just like, oh man, like this thing is still out there. Yeah, exactly. And it keeps people, what keeps people home at night. Like kids stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Adult humans stay home. Don't go out drinking. Bisco, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. What did so your there- friend say about El Cari City? You explained it to her. Yeah. So my friend is, does not believe in any of these things. And she's, she was, we were just, you know, we were just talking about other things. And I told her like, Oh yeah, I started a podcast. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, what's it about? I'm like, Oh, it's about, you know, supernatural things. And I'm like, tonight our topic is the Kai City. I'm like, she's like, what's that? And I'm like, Oh, it's the fat sucking demon. She's like, Oh my God, where can I find him? And, um, and I'm like, well, LA. yeah, and she's like, oh, maybe in L.A. I told her she lives in L.A. Maybe in L.A. we can find one, you know, let's just look one up. And she started laughing because she's always on a constant journey to lose weight, especially right now that she's trying to have a baby. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a rolling joke because who would who would think this up? Right. A demon that sucks fat. Like, I don't know. I know. I still can't believe it. Cause when you said it and you're like, yeah, it's a fat sucking demon. I was like, you're joking. There's no way there's a <laughs> demon out there who takes the time to suck fat out of us like this. But yeah, you learn something new every day. Cause again, like starting this podcast, I thought we knew a lot of supernatural stories and I thought we had quite a few just from Peru, but I'm learning, like, I don't even know the half of it. We don't know. We don't even know the half of it. Exactly. Look, we're not even like a whole month in and we've already discussed two demons that we had no idea existed, meaning the Cipitio and the Cajiciri. So I don't know where else this is going to go, but so far it's keeping it interesting. I think we should go to our it's roots. So funny. Ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Yeah, I can't wait because I, I don't know why, like, hey, the, an entity from the other world is coming back, but why? I don't know. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. It just makes no sense. 
I think that's what makes this podcast like paranormal past paranormal podcast fun because it's like it could be real because it's ling- the story has lingered on for years centuries forever or yeah. it could just be a story a cautionary tale yeah mm-hmm. I feel like if I can't really explain it with any type of logic or if I have to go through hoops to explain it with logic I'm like nope it's real you know what I mean or <laughs> I just don't understand it I'm like uh, yeah I feel like yeah I don't know the seal of Beto. It's real. It's real. <laughs> okay, well, this was fun learning something new with you guys. Do you guys have anything you guys want to say regarding El Carisari? El Carisiri. Uh, oh, I, I have one. El Carisiri. <laughs> if you want to have, <laughs> it just gave you a head like El Carisiri. If you want a job, just honestly come to LA, just Google some certification. You're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah. Don't Open go to Tijuana. People don't want to pay. Yeah, okay. come to LA. People will pay good money. You're welcome and here. Not for me, though. Not for me. For people here. You're inviting them, though. Ahead, guys. We need to talk to mom. <laughs> now we need to go to the curanderos. You just fell into their trap. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, no, I just thought it was funny how, like, of course, like, the Southern American version of a vampire is a fat sucker. Oh my god! I just I can't believe you made that connection. <laughs> We're always on the road to be your best self. Yeah. <laughs> no faha included. <laughs> no faha included. <laughs> oh, as Latinos, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. No. Well. I love this topic. This is going to be the topic pre our Halloween release. Hopefully mm-hmm. you guys continue listening to us. Hopefully our Halloween episode is going to be much spookier and hopefully we won't be able to debunk that one. So we're looking for something spooky and real. And uh, I hope to see you guys soon. And I hope you enjoy this episode of Letters of the Ilu. Good night, everyone. Hi, Except El Curasuri. I take back what I said. Cari City. Good night. We're going to get it right. We're going to get it right. <laughs> Say it, Cari City. El Cari City. I'm sorry okay, I said your guys. name wrong and I take back my invite. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs>